Hi, welcome to Leadership Stuff, a podcast dedicated to the pastors, ministers, and leaders at Life Connection Church and Life Connection Ministry International. This is Bishop Tim Daly, and I'm excited to be with you today. On this first podcast, we are going to be devoting ourselves to the priorities of the pastor. I just pray that this will be an encouragement to you and will challenge you a little bit as you consider what God expects of us as pastors and leaders. So let's pray and ask the Holy Spirit to work in our hearts today. Father, speak through me. Use your word to be a blessing to those who hear. Let your word come alive and active. And Lord, let it transform our hearts. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, in our day, there are hosts of roles that Christians expect their pastors to fill. Many people think the pastor should be an entertainer. Others ask their pastor to be this charming individual who only delivers the latest pop topics. Some want uh, a life coach to help them attain their best life now, while others seek the corporate magnet who can quickly increase the church's membership, their finances, and the size of their campus. There are even those who want their pastor to ignore biblical teaching that our culture today would find objectionable or offensive so that he can join whatever cause they think is currently in vogue. When I was thinking about this topic, I was reading a humorous article that was entitled, The Job Description for the Perfect Pastor. Some of the things listed in this job description included, the perfect pastor preaches exactly 10 minutes, or he condemns sin but never hurts anyone's feelings. Another one was, it said, he works from 8 a.m. until midnight, and he's also the church janitor. Or he never forgets a name and spends most of his time praying to God. Or how about this one? Above all, he also knows when somebody is sick and needs visitation, even without anyone telling him about it. He remembers everyone's birthday and, of course, their anniversary dates as well. Another one was, he makes 15 home visits a day and is always in his office to be available when needed. Or he spends all day each Saturday preparing the Sunday sermons and he focuses on his family too. You know, as funny or ridiculous as these may sound, it does summarize what many people expect from their pastors. But God's Word gives pastors a far different calling and far different priorities. As we see in 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 13, Paul writes, Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of the Scripture, to exhortation, to teaching. Paul was the senior pastor of the Ephesians church. And he has appointed Timothy to stand in for him in his absence. And he wanted him to do the work for which he would otherwise do if he himself had been there. So what he tells Timothy to do while he is away serves as a good description of a pastor's calling, as well as the calling of all elders. So I want you to notice in our text what Paul says to Timothy and what he says are his responsibilities. Paul says, while I'm gone, it's your responsibility to devote yourself to the public reading of scripture, that's first, exhortation, 
and teaching. He gives three things. In other words, feeding the Lord's people, a steady diet of truth through the faithful proclamation of the word is the pastor's chief job. All scripture is God-breathed and is profitable for the Christian's spiritual health. Look at what Paul said in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 14 to 17. He said, But you must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them, and that from childhood you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Verse 16, All scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. And so the pastor is to make sure his flock learns to hear the word rightly and apply it practically. So this involves first the public reading of scripture in worship, as well as the exhortation, he says in 1 Timothy 4.13, which, by the way, is the process of explaining the sense of the text and drawing practical application for the people. I think this is typically done through preaching solid expositional sermons, which would not be a new concept at all to Timothy because we have a solid biblical precedent for preaching like this. Listen to what the Word of God says in Nehemiah 8.8. 8. So they read distinctly from the book in the law of God, and they gave the sense and helped them to understand the readings. There it was all the way back in the Old Testament that they read from the Scripture publicly, and then they gave the sense and helped them understand the readings. That's the job of the pastor. And finally, Paul says that pastors are to engage in teaching, not just exhortation, but teaching. The teacher is to show how the diverse portions of Scripture fit together into the one stream of unified doctrine from Genesis to Revelation. Look, we're going to be headed for disaster. If we ever think biblical teaching is insufficient for our spiritual growth and development, we should never, ever tire of the meat of God's Word. And let us never think that we are able to plumb fully the depths of the Scriptures or that we will be able to exhaust the Scriptures with our teaching. I like what one commentator has said, It is not possible ever to exhaust the mind of the Scriptures. It is a well which has no bottom. See, God's word is so, so simple that a child can understand, but so deep that the greatest theologian can never exhaust the wealth that is within the scriptures. So our challenge and our priorities as a pastor is that we are first and foremost men and women who are to be de clearly declaring the Word of God, reading it, exhorting, teaching. You know, without even knowing it, 
Our expectations can be part of the problem in the church's lack of focus on teaching in our day. When we choose churches based simply on the extent of their youth activities or their style of music, we are implicitly saying that the quality of the teaching and the faithfulness of the pastor to biblical preaching are not all that important. So whatever we expect of our preacher, let us expect him, first of all, to feed us the Word of God. You might say, well, how? how? According to our text, through public reading of the Scripture, exhortation, in other words, explaining the sense of the text, drawing practical application for those who hear the Word, and teaching, which is explaining how all the diverse portions of Scripture fit together into one stream of unified doctrine. Look, my brothers and sisters, don't get sidetracked by everybody's opinion of what you need to be doing. The Word of God is clear, first and foremost. Those of you that are pastoring and leading congregations, your responsibility is to be a person of the Word and to clearly declare the Word of God. That's your responsibility. Do not get sidetracked by what everybody else wants you to do. You need to heed the Word of God today and be a person of the Word. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your Word to guide us, to instruct us. Lord, thank you that you have given us a clear message to declare. Help us as leaders to be faithful to the Word of God and to declare it boldly and clearly. Lord, let us be good students, first and foremost, ourselves of the Word of God. And then let us be people that are good communicators of the Word of God to those that you have brought to hear us declare this message. So Lord, encourage us today to what is most important in the job that you've called us to do, and let us be faithful to it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you again for your word. Thank you for the privilege of serving you and the responsibility of presenting your word. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you for joining us again. This is Bishop Tim Daly. I love you, and I look forward to talking to you again real soon. God bless you.